there we go. Hello, everyone. It's Joseph Roberson, a.k.a. Professor Joe, both King Talk Podcast and the Professor Joe Show. We thank you for tuning in to listen to us today. And it is my esteemed privilege to welcome, actually for the second time due to mishaps, <laughs> right? To welcome Velocity Silver. So, Velocity, thank you. Thank you. I, now I just feel it necessary <laughs> to reiterate the whole thing about the applause, Yeah, right? please, because I don't want to just so, look like I'm there we go. <laughs> clapping for myself. So we usually always tell people, right, because we low budget that no applause <laughs> app, you got to applaud for yourself. But because of you saying like, hey, reframe everything, you positive, positive, right? Yeah. I decided to go with more like, hey, you know, kind of the if you don't love yourself, you can't expect someone else to love you concept. Yes. <laughs> so we applause for ourselves because that's what it is. You got me? Yes. So that's the new thing. And from here on in, when you hear it, I need you to know that came from you, okay? Someone be like, shout out to you, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to you. Shout <laughs> out to me. you. So I, I know how busy you are and I appreciate you making it. Velocity is pretty busy, y'all. You got to understand the life this individual leads, right? <laughs> So we appreciate you. Um, and I think one of the first things that made me like beg for you to come on, right, was, um, you know, when you indicated that you intended to do, was it a blog or a podcast you were going to do? Um, I don't Or both or both. I some. don't know. Like, okay. I, I really want to do a podcast eventually, uh-huh. but like I was just doing like videos on okay, okay. YouTube. Oh, gotcha. So, yeah. Okay, well, that's not just doing. That's a big oh. deal. First of all, secondly, okay, we we just need to be attached to what you do. So if there's some way we can participate, you need to let us know. Okay, okay? Um, <laughs> so we're gonna get into that because I just, um, you know, I, I just thought the topic you touched on was so relevant because in our community, especially, it's something we don't generally discuss yes. or or it's kind of taboo or we avoid it at right. times. But before we get there, though, um, one thing I wanted to begin with is so when you were younger. Right, like you're so old now. You're you're so right. When you were younger, you know. <laughs> Back like, in the day. Hey, that being said, when when people a little younger than you, but teenagers say it, I'll be yeah. thinking to myself. I've heard someone as young as almost like seven or eight say when I was younger. I'm like, what do you mean when you was younger? You like remember. when I was a kid. I was like, you are a kid. Like what are you talking about? But um, so you played sports. Mm-hmm. And what sport was yours? What did you play? I played basketball and volleyball. I played track in like middle school, but okay. I was kind of chunky, so I shouldn't have even been no? running. But what were your events though? Uh, I did and the a relay okay. four by it was like a four by one, okay. and then I did the two hundred. But I imagine you were fast. No, what, no. I really well, I was so chunky. Like why was I running? Oh, I, I, <laughs> and it was embarrassing because my name's Velocity, so it's like you just see this little turtle. Come hey, but hey, no, watch this though. The irony and Velocity, so it, it infers speed. It means right. speed. Yeah, so, so that's the speed of me yeah, was like yeah, zero. Yeah. Hey, I was zero. with your father. Bless his heart. Shout out, Scoop Dude. What's up, who? Um, when he told me what your name was going to be. And then I just, you know, when you, you know, your pops is who he is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I can respect all people and and their journey in the universe Mm -hmm. and and their thoughts and their existence. (laughs) Right. So when he said that, I just remember being like, okay, okay. It's kind of almost like when he came back with the Nike swoosh tattoo. I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. 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 I see it now and I'm just like, like, okay. Okay. (laughs) Hey, but that being said, he. Um, to me, I've always held him in high regard as an athlete. He was yeah. amazing. So I don't think that was far off for him to name right. Velocity and also for you to be an amazing athlete in your yeah. own Except right. Except for in track. So, yeah, I said just no, for track wasn't a thing. No, okay. <laughs> so your sport then was basketball that you preferred or was it the volleyball? Was Honestly, the... both. I was really good okay. at both. But okay. uh, basketball is like what I pursued okay. um, further like in college. Okay. I love okay. volleyball too. Now, in volleyball, I think I'm becoming a little proficient to some degree. <laughs> Were you the, is it called Bolero? Were oh. you the Bolero? Is it... <laughs> Libero. Oh, oh, hold on, my bad. So, dang it, hold on, hold on. <laughs> dang it, I had to go there, huh? All right, Libero, Libero. My bad, Libero. hey, if I offended anyone in the volleyball world, my bad. I'm trying, I'm trying, okay. Is that, was that your position or no? I actually was, like, but I played all positions. Okay, okay, did you? Okay, so so you could play in front of the net too? I could, it, like, okay. as tiny as I was, and I could actually hit, but... Okay. Um, once I got to college, I seen like there was actually tall people, and I was like, yeah, hey, let me like just, okay, this is getting real let me right just now. Go huh? play some, okay, okay. <laughs> some hoops. Now with with the hoops, were you? I'm imagining again because your pops um, was a competitive individual who um, earned a scholarship to major. Division right. one institution playing, so I know athletics is in your DNA, it's in your blood, and he was intense about right. it. He was, hey, he was intense. As good a guy as he is, when he competes, yeah. 
there's a viciousness to them. Oh, so, yeah. I think now I'm glad you told me that because I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like, oh, why yeah. am I why am I playing ping pong and I'm going to kill you? Like, why am <laughs> I so bad? getting competitive, getting serious? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, no, I run in your DNA. <laughs> yeah. So you got it honestly then, right? Yeah. So that being said, <laughs> did you, with, with basketball, though, you were serious, huh? Uh-huh. You were serious? Very serious. Okay. Let me ask, um, where did you... Uh, where did you intend to take it? Even when you were, how young did you start playing? Um, I honestly didn't start young at all because no. we were broke, so okay, I couldn't okay, afford okay. like join the club. Join yeah, join the club. So we didn't have um like access to like travel ball and stuff. But okay. I started like my first time playing basketball. I was in seventh grade and my mom was the coach. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah, she actually did not play me our first game. Everybody on the team played except for me, and she said she forgot about me, and I was like. She said that I'm for real. I'm child. Oh my goodness! So that can either be very motivating <laughs> or, or discouraging. Or, I was or, like, or well, traumatic. should I quit? I'm turning in this. Dr- did she ever explain? Did you? She explain? No, she literally she just, just said forgot. she forgot. You know, like oh, she just forgot. That's okay. deep. Hey, that's deep, right there. I know. Okay, so, so I was like determined, like that you you're gonna not gonna remember. forget me. You gonna you know? remember? Okay, that's what's up. Dang, yeah, mom, you're gonna remember I your daughter. I almost think we're supposed to have like a moment of silence and hug because like, she said she forgot. Like that's deep. Violent. Okay, that might have been my last time playing. No, literally, like I probably should have just walked home at that wow. point oh, <laughs> because why am I here? <laughs> okay, but from there, you you took that and used it as motivation, though. Yeah. Wait, no. Okay, so that was sixth grade. Seventh grade, uh, I did not make the team. At school? At school. Yeah. Okay, now I was about to say, if you ain't make the team, your mom was <laughs> No, at that that's point, cold. I'm done. That's but no, it, So it was, I, so I go to junior high, because so sixth grade was still like elementary school kind of thing. Right, right. So I go to middle school, seventh grade, I did not make the team. Eighth grade, I made the team and I sat the bench the entire okay. year. But I lost like... No lie, like 15 pounds. Okay. So wow. remember I told you I was slow on track? Okay. So then I got skinny okay. because I just worked so hard, but like I still wasn't getting playing time because, you know, coaches have their, they have their yeah, favorites yeah, and then definitely. they like, yeah. they think that that's the only way to win. But like, I, I know, I knew at that moment, like I was good because in practice, like I could shut down that player. Okay. Like my, I would say defense is like my strongest point, okay. but, um, further, Along in my career, I became better in offense too. But um, it wasn't until high school that I actually figured out that I was like good all around. Okay, you know I found that to be very true through my own observations too. What you just said. First of all, I think anybody who's been around you sports, sports at any level knows mm-hmm. that uh, coaches will develop their favorites. Yeah, and, and whether that's by means of politics, relationships, or right. other things, it just is what it is. But the other thing you mentioned that I found, you know, I, you might be the first person I've ever heard say this, though. But I've also observed it is that sometimes coaches will have a certain group and feel like that's the only yeah, way they can the win. Only way. Even when yeah. she was like dead tired, though. Like, so you're telling me someone that they're like on E yeah, is not, yeah, yeah. you know, like I'm not, yeah. I'm not even good enough to be yeah. in the game. And so like, I just use I always yeah. use that as fuel to keep going because I'm yeah. like, you know what? And yeah. like in practice would shut them down to where they would be like, can you ease up on defense so we can run through the play? And right. I'm like, what? what? Who says that? Right, like, what? Right. Why am I not in the Especially game? Especially when I'm trying to earn my opportunity. Yeah, and I, yeah. I didn't, and I, but I lost so much weight. So, like, when right. I went to high school, now I'm, like, an actual athlete. I'm not right. so chunky anymore. Okay. <laughs> I was able to play. Hey, I think um, at some point you might have to get some therapy and let this chunky thing No, because I was really okay. chunky, but I love okay. food, so, like, at, like okay. whatever. All right. As you keep saying that to a thick person. I don't call myself chunky. I just want to refer to myself okay, as thick. Okay, well, we'll all be thick. Okay, okay, like, okay. So we'll be okay <laughs> with that. Hey, how did you... Do, do you recall or can you potentially recall at any level how that really made you feel on 7th and 8th grade? Like, how, on like an not emotional, making it? Yeah, yeah. I was sad. I, like, yeah. a lot of times I just want to give up because I'm like, how did I not make the team? Especially because, so I, I have always been shorter too, so it's short mm. and chunky. But, like... I just would say adorable, <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, but, like, I... I would not get picked because I'm shorter, but I would be, I know I was better than the people he would like coaches just pick tall people like, Oh, you're tall so you can play. But like, no. So I knew at this point, cause like one of my friends made it and she never even touched a ball in her life. And she was honestly terrible. We're not friends anymore. So I can say that. (laughs) Not because of that though, right? No. Okay. 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 I don't even remember. This is like in middle school. So we, um, 
we like both tried out and I didn't make the team and I was like devastated like what like how did I not make the team but then like I always try to think like what's this teaching me what happened like why didn't I make it instead of just like what was me because if I was like that I would be like in under a bridge crying (laughs) no because life is hard like nothing just goes your way all the time so hey can you articulate at this point how you benefited from life even if it was difficult at that moment and even if it hurt your ego if it hurt your esteem at this at this time especially based on at the age of 23 you really um demonstrated insight far beyond your years um you know i get the blessing of seeing a lot of your posts and seeing the humor in them the the foresight the insight your thoughts um are you able to articulate how those moments have impacted your today yeah like just as far as basketball alone just to keep going just because like one person says like you're not like they didn't necessarily say you're not good enough but you didn't pick me so like obviously i wasn't good enough for your team but like one person's opinion is not the only opinion and you can keep going like there's so many success stories i think like oprah she got fired at like whatever age i don't remember but like she's oprah now (laughs) so you know like if what if everybody would give up after no the first time like you got to keep going and honestly i got really good in basketball like surprisingly even my mom was like like you're good and i was like i am good thank you person who forgot me on the bench i know like and i wouldn't even try out for your team at this age because you're (laughs) not a good coach no i'm just kidding no she was a good coach though did she push you far? She did. Okay. She honestly, my mom has been like my whole basketball career. She's probably mm-hmm. probably the confidence, like because I had none at first. Okay. But she was always encouraging me, and that was not easy because I was, you know, you get stubborn, you get sad, you get yeah. unmotivated. So she definitely. Your mom's swag is big too. <laughs> Your mom's yes. swag is big. <laughs> Hello, princess. Hello, how you doing? Hi, yeah, mommy. Yeah. yeah, she's not playing. She's not playing. <laughs> hey, now, um, I see that, without going into too much detail about your work, you know, whatever you're comfortable with, but I believe that currently, even in your youthful state, you are in a managerial or supervisory position I with am. your employment, yeah. right? So, <laughs> is there any way do you, that you feel that your participation in youth sports help prepare you for that or and then I got some I got some other follow-up questions about that but that's the first one like but yes because like I feel like everything is a team like everything um uh we're so in my work we're the judgment department so it's a department we are literally a team if one person is out we lack in some kind of way so I'm just like I because I am I because I'm not the manager, I'm the judgment facilitator, okay, but it is you, a, I do oversee the entire California office. Okay. So like, what's a manager like? Yeah, I got you. I got you. So that <laughs> the title is not relevant. Yeah, but because my role but I literally this. oversee the entire office because we yeah. are our corporation is in Washington, Bellevue, okay. Washington, okay. and we have sister offices. Gotcha. The one of them is in California, the LA office, and it's me. And gotcha. I am literally like facilitating everything, okay. like overseeing everything, things that I didn't even know anything about. I'm doing yeah. it like and it. I think um, definitely being involved in sports, just being a leader. I was like captain towards the end of my basketball career, like senior year. But right. I never had like the role to be, you know, like like a captain like for so long i think i was like it at the end like a small part but just observing from even just a teammate i know how a team is important like how yeah like literally how you need everybody to be good like you're only as strong as your weakest player and and i'm on my team we don't have any weak links because everybody is tip top okay now i think (laughs) i think that's also important because it is when you understand that, that means that you don't minimize anyone's role. You don't right. minimalize what they contribute. Right. You value them. And when you're working with a group of people, that's something very important. That, okay, no matter what you do, I understand the importance of that role yeah. towards what we're trying to get right. accomplished. And for many of us, the first time like we do learn some of those things is participating in team sports. Mm-hmm. You know? so, and I think especially in a role like yours... 
you know, that, that becomes important because it's one of those, you have to give respect to get respect, not yeah. just rely on like, well, you know, I've been given this authority, so you better know it's, it's here, I'm going to treat you with respect because I appreciate what yeah. you do for yeah. the team. And then in, in like manner, that can be reciprocated to you. Literally. Now, that being said, though, <laughs> as a person in that situation, I'm just curious, and this is a little off tangent, but then again, it's not. <laughs> What are some of the situations, without throwing any of your coworkers under right. the bus, because you do have to go back to work with them, right? Um, Please don't watch this. Podcast. I know, I'm I know. Uh, but, okay, so let me preface why I'm asking this question. I've always been interested in human behavior, so I used right. to manage this apartment complex. Uh-huh. And one of the strangest things I took note of was, um, okay, before I would give someone a lease and the keys, oh my goodness, if I told them this is how we conduct ourselves in this building, this is the standard of cleanliness mm-hmm. we try to maintain. So if you're going to live here, you know, I just wanted you to have some understanding of the decorum and the expectations. And they would always look at me with this incredulous look like, oh, my goodness, no, that's how I live. I would right. never do it right. <laughs> and then as soon as you give them the lease and keys, that's when you begin to find out who they truly right. are. Where you're like, oh, they're wow, doing the house you. party on the yeah. first day. You're like, oh, my goodness. Like we just talked about. <laughs> Welcome this, right? to the block. <laughs> well, and with uh, jobs, you could be in the same position as someone. And y'all had this wonderful relationship. And as soon as you're moved to a different position in which maybe there's a little difference in levels of authority or responsibility or even pay, all of a sudden people begin to treat you differently. Uh And so, though, you know, that's probably my interest in studying the social sciences and human behavior. So I was just wondering in that situation, have you ever taken note of any of that or... Um, yeah, but fortunately for this um, this job, I haven't had negative experience. Like my coworkers, literally shout out to them because they're amazing. Like it was like the way I came into the position was one day I was a legal like I'm still a legal assistant by mm-hmm. like name, but um, it was one day we're all doing the same work, and the next day Velocity's like the boss, and I was okay. like, huh? Oh wow, okay. boss of who? Of what? Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally like. No experience, okay. no knowledge of the role, nothing. I'm like IT, I'm HR, like I handle everything, like okay. when I tell you everything. And my coworkers are so respectful, they're so just genuinely nice, and they listen to me, right. and they do respect me, and that's because I think I respect them. I never was right. like, hey, yeah. sit, sit down, because yeah. Velocity's in yeah. the building. Like, yeah. no, it was never that, it was like... Okay, guys. Like, remember what you said to me last <laughs> week, though? Remember what you... No, right, huh? no, bro. Remember when I couldn't use your stapler? So, uh, <laughs> now I'm going to need you to do about yeah. 50 cases. <laughs> like that, Like, huh? no, I never... And I'm glad that I didn't because I need them. Like, I need my team. I need them to Very respect me. So. To And I literally respect them. Every part of their work helps us. Like, for, for like, one example... Um, my job specifically is what gets us the bonus. Okay. So we have to um, prepare cases for the attorney right. to sign them, and then then we submit them to the court. So I work in creditors' rights law. Okay. Just so you guys know. Just a FYI, I'm gonna write Just that down FYI. since I don't know what it means, and I'm gonna look it up later. And Basically, if I, if no I need way. I got you, you. I'm okay, break it down. Break it I'm, down. I'm not helpful to anybody unless you're a bank. We we work for oh, okay. the bank, so Bank of America, Chase, people like that. We um, handle if you owe the bank. Mm-hmm. We would prep a default judgment for you because oh, okay. you didn't pay. Oh, so you working with the people? I who am working with. We'll be getting at my people. Though. Yeah, currently, mm-hmm. but I don't want to. Okay, okay. You know, gotcha. you gotta do what yeah. you don't. Want yeah, to do to yeah, get to where yeah, yeah, you want to go? Yeah. Like my dreams are not. And that's a role too. That's a <laughs> yeah. role. So I guess, um, in one sense, if everything is legitimate, then you you know you can feel like okay, I'm doing my role. I'm yeah, my because job. it's, it's not like and the the greatest thing too, because like some people, even when I've like interviewed them, they're like, "You guys do anything like in favor of the consumer?" There's no like the bank doesn't just one day prep the default. Mm-hmm. Like you're a default for months like you haven't paid you haven't even answered the phone this is the thing and um the attorneys like they call and they try to get like can can we make a payment plan like if you're having like weather 
bad weather conditions, they mm. will put your account on hold. So it's not like okay. you just wake up I one day you. and I got the keys got to your house. Like, no, it's not like that. So that's when I like respected the job more because I was like, oh man, they probably gonna come get me at this yeah. point because hey, I've been in. If you see death. my name, if you see my name, <laughs> you gotta like, text me first. Now hey, text me. Uh -oh. Hey, I love you too. We gonna delete that. <laughs> just, we gonna delete that. Kidding. All right, right. Nah. <laughs> okay, but that's okay. That's a blessing, though. So I see yeah. you do your grind well. You know. Now, right. okay, so are there were has there been any occurrences though? Part of the reason I'm asking is because I'll be reading your social media. Oh. So in one sense, <laughs> I know you have taken note of things like um so I you know, in one sense without throwing anybody under the bus, I guess people would indicate to you that they're gonna be late or they're yeah. gonna be, you know. So I've noticed some of your humorous statements related <laughs> to you know, you're taking note of like, okay, once you have to become more aware of what each employee is doing, right? You kind of become aware of that, like, oh, okay, this person has consistent patterns yeah. of behavior with this, 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 yeah. and that. Unfortunately, because nobody says on your interview, like, hey, I'm actually gonna take a two week vacation for Christmas as yeah. soon as I get here. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that actually happened. And oh, I was wow. like, you're going where? For how long? As I'm soon, not even As soon as they got hired. Like, literally, was working for about two weeks. Uh -huh. And then. I got the request. Yeah. I'm going out of town for two right. weeks. And I was like, oh, I'm not going anywhere. And I've been here for over a year, but. But that's life, though. Huh? Hey, <laughs> Live boy, your life. life. Okay, so pretend I'm the employee who's repetitively late. Show, show us how you handle it. Like, I'm just the one who walks in late every day. Like, show, I just want to, I'm studying the professionalism. No, I'm just like, Dang, oh. I was like, you really, okay, do you really have to crack your knuckles hurt? So, no, I'm just, um, I actually don't even deal with that part because mm. people, like, they're late, but it, we have grace periods, and honestly, mm. as long as you do your eight hours, I personally mm -hmm. don't care if you're late. Like, I don't care if, okay. if you're late, because we clock in ourselves on our um, okay. computers, and then our work is very personal, and, right. like, it's your individual tasks so as long as you're here and you put in your eight hours you i don't care yeah but then also too of course there's people who like to take advantage do too much so yeah, yeah. then i would just escalate it further so that i like not like like severe in trouble but like oh like um to my my supervisor hey this person is like consistently like do we do anything and then like she advises me too as long as Basically, they're there. Like, we're good. Right, and get to work. And, yeah, and I really don't mind. Unless, like, because, so, I get in at 6 a.m., okay. and I'm gone by 2.30. Wow. Go. You get in at 6 a.m., though? Yeah. You get to work at 6. Yeah. Oh, well, in fairness, if that was my job, I'd never be there on time, so you probably have to let me go. But <laughs> I'd get my work done, though. Yeah, but and I'd it's funny work because done. our work doesn't even require you to be there for eight hours. Like, if you, because I, the way, shout out to me, the way I set it up, we don't shout even. Shout out to her. Shout out self-love yeah, but the way i handle it like you come in you do your work and within maybe two three hours if you literally just do your work and uh -huh. you'll be done and you can okay. like play play okay. and y'all can have a wonderful work environment huh? yes like and that's that alone right there is so important that i have to ensure that it's positive because there's some times where mm, yeah. i didn't get a text back so i'm kind of grumpy and i want to come to work right right like right. Such a, such a, <laughs> but i don't like i gotta stay positive right. so that my team stays positive because yeah. literally it's been the person before there's times where like it was like a toxic environment right. and i know that like we spend majority of our time at work like i think i spend more time at work than at home okay. and it has to be positive it really does and we do we do great work like we we do great we always bonus like we're mm -hmm. doing great you know it's the irony <laughs> of what you said though and again and acknowledging that especially at the age of uh 23 that you know you should very much be proud of yourself because the level of insight you speak with i want to share this with you that there are people twice your age and maybe three times your age who come from very traditional patterns of yeah. thinking and and especially in corporate structures and in the past they haven't put any weight or um true importance on having a happy work environment. They you right. know, might even clearly say, like, well, that's not important. It's like, no, it is important. Yeah. And now that's being understood more when you have companies like, okay, I don't want to mess up the names again, but I think it's Zappos, right? Is that the shoe company? Great. Is that the shoe company? Yeah. Which is kind of renowned for having a happy work environment right. and therefore having great production. Um, Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I'm scared because why are they so, like, 
happy like it's scary oh, they, because they're so good please go, just go to chick-fil-a for their service like can i get a napkin because they're gonna be like yeah would you like me to pay your rent and um it's crazy like they oh, are so nice and they have bomb mac and cheese like at this point at they got soul at chick-fil-a for real who's running that place I don't know, because I had heard things about Chick-fil-A. I ain't going to touch on at the moment. Oh, but yeah. But you say now they got, they got... They have just... great customer service, and their macroni and cheese on, is amazing. Quick. Let me check with, like, I got to call a different department. No, for like, let me... Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Are y'all aware of that, too? You heard that about Chick-fil-A? Y'all heard about the service and stuff? The and you heard service. mac and cheese? And you heard the mac and cheese was good? You heard that, too? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Like, no, I'm, bringing that, I'm bringing that mac and cheese to the cookout. Like, for I'm real? bringing it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's so good. First of all, I need to stay away from the mac and cheese, <laughs> but I'm just saying, note to self, mac I might get cheese. mac and cheese. But again, though, point made that the customer service is notable, though, huh? Yeah. And it's a happy work environment. Literally. As much they as, are so nice. Oh, They're wow. always smiling. They don't even charge you for sauce. You know and, how hey, McDonald's. Look, hey, come on, man. McDonald's come on. gives you one sauce on. for 50 nuggets. The Chick fil A will give you 50 sauces for. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And they're not going to charge hey, I, you. Hey, look, watch. I'll keep looking over here. Gonna like, we got a fact check You got to confirm. Stuff. No, we confirm. We got a fact check. Yeah. They tripping off the sauces at McDonald's? Yes. Oh, man, what is the world coming to? How you go? How you really going down some dry nuggets <laughs> with one sauce? One sauce. Oh, yeah. And then they charge you if you ask for more. Like, can I actually have two sauces for my 100 piece of nuggets, please? Can and they I get tripping. And they tripping. Very, very All much right. so. But Chick-fil-A, never. Never. Hey. But you understand that already. You understand that a happy work environment yeah. is meaningful. Yeah, right, you definitely. Over. You have no. You have to be positive because yeah. I, yeah. I can't yeah. have anybody being upset because yeah. we deal with important right. information. Hey, especially <laughs> especially because of the words you use too is toxic, and the reality is. There are many of us who spend a substantial amount of time at work. So yes. people could conceptualize that since you do, you generally want your workers to be happy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and I can't say I've read any studies that says so, but I could venture without great risk to say that there has to be a correlation between happiness and productivity yeah. to some degree. Who's just like, do you want us to just be like... Yeah, robots. Yeah, just living through life and not even being happy. My, my coworkers are genuinely happy. Like one, right. of, like one of them, she even said that I can mention this, but she was like, I'm so thankful for you because she went through a breakup. Mm-hmm. And she was dev- like six years okay. done. Oh, wow. And she was like, I'm so grateful for you. Like you literally made me laugh, just made me happy. And I was like... I almost cried because I was like, I'm so glad I could be that for you because I done went through breakups and been at work about to just like lose it all. And it wasn't a happy environment. So I couldn't like get away from it. Like there'd be times I used to work at in fast food and I'll be like crying. Like, do you want? Why are you serving food? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I never had because people didn't people. More people are lovers of themselves. They don't really yeah, care about yeah. you sometimes. But there are good right. people. And so, obviously, you'd value those people. So, just to be able to steer her okay. into a positive route, even for the time being. Because, like, she'll say, when I get home, I just cry. And I'm like, okay. So, the, and she, they call me outside of work. Like, I have, these people are my friends outside of work okay. because of who I am. And then, obviously, too, in the position I am, I have to protect myself because you never know, like, you know yeah, what can yeah, happen. You, have to you be can't. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but outside does. of that, I just make sure like I'm the same person. Right. I right. I'm not gonna write anything through text that will like right. incriminate me. Right, I'm not. Right. A, I got you. Can't be stupid, but right. definitely. Hey, try we ain't to even gotta them. say incriminate. We can say compromise. Yeah. We don't want to con. Hey, as a as <laughs> as a person who's had interaction with the justice as well, say we yeah. ain't even gotta say we incriminate. Don't, don't we say just say compromise. Yeah. Right. Okay. Now watch this. I am an empath. I am a a very emotionally sensitive being. So, right. it's okay to ask you, what's her name? What's her name? Who said she, The one who said you could say her name. Oh, Whitney. Shout Whitney, out to Whitney, Whitney Waters. Hey, shout out, Whitney. We hope everything <laughs> is okay and bless you, okay? Uh, <laughs> hey, now I got to tell you too, because if I came in your job and you were sitting there, like even in the state you just described, handing somebody their food, mm-hmm. like sovereign, or, or is that the correct word? Sovereign, sovereign. I just be making up words, though, it's but I'm okay, good at though. it. Hold on, I'm going to write that, because when I make it up, sometimes I look it up and it's really a word. <laughs> no, I'm really smart. Hey, just God hey, giving you knowledge, hey, like here, Joe. You know, like sovereign. Like, okay, so if I came into your job and you was doing that, 
I'd be sitting there worried about you. I'd leave, get in the car, but still be thinking like, dang, I was supposed to stay and <laughs> right, see if she was okay. You know what I'm and saying? And that's, that's how I am with other yeah. people, but I can't expect me from everybody. Yeah, but like, and it's okay though, because, because I've had to deal with a lot of stuff by yeah. myself. It's made me so much stronger. And like how yeah. you say like, oh, you have so much insight. And I'm like, thanks. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was the trauma. It was the sad heartbreaks. Real life. For real. Hey, so that segues into this though. That segues into this. One of the reasons I, um, you know, again, I thank you for coming today okay. is you had mentioned the, um, as, as part of what you wanted to approach, the topics, whether it was the YouTubing, uh-huh. the blogging, or, you know, the podcast. Right. Um, I remember part of it was mental health yes. and part of it was what? It's just mental health, self-love, and okay, uh, right. I wanted to incorporate beauty in there right, right, a right, little bit. Right, right, right. Gotcha, but, gotcha. Yeah, that's, okay. that'll come later. What, why, what brought you to that? What brought you to that? Because I would imagine it's kind of those experiences yeah, you mentioned. Yeah, because literally it's what I needed. That's bothered me. See, that's my OCD nature. I was supposed to just pretend that wasn't there and keep going, but it started bothering me. But those of you who are listening, Joe was trying to smack a gnat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no! Hey, look, and at some point before the night over, it might be three hours later, but I'm going to get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm very committed to my goals (laughs) in life. So, what, what, um, was it your personal experiences that brought you? To feeling that those topics needed to be addressed or that, you know, what it, what was it though? Particularly? Just like, so I knew when I was going through any, any kind of like heartbreak or depression, because I, I do, I say I suffer from multiple depressions. It's not oh, just wow. like one, like okay. one thing that's making me sad. I can't just, like if someone's like, what's wrong? I'm going to be like, everything, okay. oh, <laughs> you know? Wow. Okay. So, um, just knowing what I needed when yeah. I was suffering, because I was suffering for a long time. I want to give that to people. And it is so crazy when I just talk, even at work, and someone's like, you just opened my eyes. And I'm like, what? Like, a lot of people have been telling me that. Like, one of my old coworkers told me, like, she was going to cheat on her boyfriend. Uh You know, I can't encourage that because we are ladies. (laughs) So I I literally convinced her not to. And she was like, your words just stuck with me. And I was like, what? Like, I thought you were going to be like, girl, shut up. Yeah. And then next day, girl, that's what, what I, do. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was, but no. And I was so happy. Like, wow, I, I actually do make a difference. Mm-hmm. And I've heard it so many times. I was like, let me give what I was missing out on. Gotcha. And mental health is something that a lot of people don't even acknowledge. They don't You're pay right. attention to yeah. it. Like people, I noticed this too, even working, people would rather complain Mm-hmm. And then to actually find a solution, and I'm like, let's find a solution. Like you could tell me it's hot, and I'm already on the way to buy the fan. Okay. Like let's let's figure yeah, it out because yeah. sulking in your sorrow and feeling sorry for yourself is not doing anything. Right, like it right. it doesn't do anything. We gotta find a solution. We gotta yeah. heal heal what's hurting you. Right. Like literally heal it because hurt people hurt people. You're gonna go through life and just keep hurting people. Oh, that's deep. That's hurt people hurt people. Yeah. Oh, okay. shoot, I'm I got that from that. like Facebook or something. Okay. I'm not oh, okay, deep. I okay. just be reading stuff. Hurt people, hurt people. <laughs> I like that. That's real life though, huh? You it know really what? That's is. so real that I don't get angry like I used to anymore because I realize when um most of the times when people do things it's because of what they went through. Yes. And, or it's just right. them. Like right. that's yeah. that's on you. You're right. mad at something. It's not because right. I did something. Right. Yeah. One of the and that's um I was studying something recently. It's actually from a book and a uh, workshop called the seven habits of highly effective people right and one of those things um is you know acknowledging that a it's not personal whatever someone does that's really about them and then there's another one called the uh four agreements that discusses hey not taking stuff personal Mm because for the vast majority of times when people do stuff it's really about what's going on inside of them internally versus you so there's no reason to give it so much energy inside your life and then also to how you're responding to that like if someone's negative like I used to work at Ralph's, uh-huh. and people are so rude. <laughs> they are so rude, and there were people who were so mean to me, and I would be so nice, and they would immediately just like snap, like they were under a spell and just snapped out of it, and I was like, wow. I could have reciprocated that same negative energy, and we yeah. would have been boxing of the Right, person. right. We're going to have an issue. Yeah. What's yeah, up? Yeah. But I decide like, oh, like, how's your day, blah, 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 and then they start changing. I can feel their energy yeah. changing, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, like... 
it's not my job to be mad because I'm right. not angry. So I'm not going to let you make me angry. I'm not going to turn into you because you're mad. I, right. Sorry, right. someone did whatever. But, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not giving you that back. And when they change, that just does something for me. Like, I genuinely get happy when people are happy. Like, I, right. I feed off of that. And so response and reactions to things. I just actually made a video about this. On oh, did you really? Yeah. Okay, so oh, before I forget to ask later, how do we, if if listeners or anyone wants to see your videos, how do they see them? YouTube, Velocity Silver. Velocity That's Silver. That's my channel. Yeah. Okay, okay, we're going to find that. Matter of fact, we're going to tag it to Velocity Silver. Hey, look, I am such in a pattern of behaviors. I'm writing it down like I don't already have your name written down. <laughs> you don't know my name. You got to write you it know, one hey, more time. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, you too. Okay, so we're going to make, Grace, we're going to make sure to get that in there. Okay, Please, good stuff, good stuff. Because I'm, I'm getting this podcast. Okay. Oh, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so, so when you were, were there any particular experiences you were going through that like really made you understand all that, okay, people need to address their mental health. I think what the thing that really caught my attention notice as I asked a question and then don't give you a chance to answer it, right? <laughs> I think the thing that really caught my attention though was that I saw the initial part of like, oh, you know, I'm going to create this and we're going to talk about beauty secrets. Mm-hmm. And then you attach mental health to it. Yeah. I just thought, oh, I've never, you know, you got to remember I'm 47 and I've been in um, higher education and and a part that to some degree relates to mental health. Right. And I've never, ever heard someone attach those two things. Well, for that specifically, it's because I knew when I was like depressed uh-huh. and I looked like a scarecrow, uh-huh. like I literally looked like a scarecrow. I felt disgusting and just sad and depressed. But when I would do my makeup. Okay. Okay. When you would get fresh and fly on them. Yeah. Okay, I felt, okay. I literally felt better. And I was okay. like, wow, this is. This is real. Like, if you look good, you feel good. And yeah. it's not going to heal your depression. I'm not saying you're going to put right, on some right. lipstick and yeah. heal. But yeah. for the time being, you'll be okay. So maybe today you can get out of bed. And maybe right. today right. you can go to the store and buy a book for self-help. And, you know, okay. you can take necessary steps. So when I realized that, I just wanted to, like, tell people. Because, like, maybe somebody doesn't know how to do their makeup. So they... So they don't do it. or Not maybe. I just want to throw that out here. I don't want to address anyone specifically. <laughs> but there's a lot of people in this world who don't know how to do that. I was makeup. one of them. I use, I look at pictures and I'm like, why did you guys not tell me I had swoosh uh, Nike on my eyebrows? Wow. Or literally check. It wasn't even swoosh. Wow. It was literally a check mark. Right. Okay. And okay. like none of my friends were like, huh, you look crazy. Yeah. Like nobody. But then maybe that was like the style. But then I'm like, no. That's yeah. not a style for anybody. Yeah, certain styles shouldn't be a style. Yeah. And even if it's a style. Don't do it. Because yes, yeah, why do we have check marks yeah, on yes, our eyebrows? Yes, like, yes. where are you? Can I tell you something too? I love how full your eyebrows are. Oh, they thank look amazing. You. It's so, called Anastasia Dip Brow. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah. So I gotta tell you this. So my boo, my boo does hers and has hers thick, and I kind of I like that. I think to myself like that's so beautiful. Yeah. But for some reason, there's always been a trend. I remember even since I was a kid. Yeah. It's so almost so thin, they invisible. Yeah. Right. But people would cut off their beautiful, thick eyebrows to, to draw lines on their face. And by (laughs) all means, if, if for some reason that best suits you, I'm not trying to clown or not people, but that really don't suit everyone. Like some people draw them back on and they look like they're in a constant state of shock. Yeah. Right. Or they look like they constantly have that expression where they're trying to listen to you or wonder what you say. (laughs) You know? Yeah. (laughs) And I've always thought to myself like, no. Also, okay, look, I'm going far, but I just got to be honest, right? But also... Like, and now again, if you have to, I get it. If there's just no alternative, then by all means, do you, but you know, you don't have to cut them off. And then like, if you were to come out the bathroom, I wouldn't recognize you because you didn't. But that's scary because why do you not like, first of all, where are your eyebrows? Why did you just cut them off? Now, again, now watch this. I just need to clarify because I I need to be so politically correct. And again, I'm an empath. I don't want to hurt anyone. If for some reason you, if there's a condition you experience in life where that's what you, that's different. That's different. By all means. But if you're purposely going to cut off your beautiful full eyebrows, to draw something back on. I'm just trying to understand right. the rationale. And also, <laughs> since the time we're spending on the earth is limited, why would you spend your time doing that? There's some Bro, other things. Why do you have do. check marks yeah. on your eyebrows? Oh, oh my goodness. Can I tell you thank you, Jehovah? I feel so blessed that you share this <laughs> thought process because, um, you know, that, that baffles me. I, I wonder about things like, 
um, how we can address the suffering that exists amongst humankind, right. wars that take place, unnecessary suffering, and then right after that, why do people cut their eyebrows off? No, literally. <laughs> but know? because, like, you probably are suffering because your eyebrows are gone and you have check marks now. So, like, maybe hey, if hey. we made them thicker yeah. or we left them alone, like, just leave them alone. Because bushy eyebrows are better than Beautiful. no brows, too. Healthy and full. Yeah. Gotcha. Now, real quick, too, I got to go marks. back and address this. You said, look good, feel good. And when you said that, oh, my goodness, I had almost deja vu about your pops. <laughs> because your pops, before we played any games, he's so. Uh, he was the most fashion so conscious, <laughs> and he believed in that. He's like, look yeah. good, feel good, play, play good. good. You feel me? But yeah. he really did. Like, yeah. hey, the football game was kind of inconsequential. Yeah, it was the fashion statement. Right. And I was like, oh my goodness! But he yeah. really taught me that, and I valued that back then. Right. Um, because I was coming from an environment where, like, I ain't got, I ain't got no concern about yeah. looking good. Because you can't. But yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he taught me that part of it. So when you just said that, I was like, I had one of those, oh my goodness. Yeah. But even looking at it, doesn't even have to do with makeup. Change, like, get up and change your clothes. Like, yeah. put on a nice yeah. outfit. I'm not saying wear a prom dress. But, like, put yeah. on some nice jeans and a nice shirt, some nice shoes, and just yes. get up yes. and feel good. You don't even yeah. need makeup. Like, I'm not saying, yeah. like, oh, you have to wear makeup to look good. Like, no, because right. you don't need makeup to look good. But just... Take time to feel good right. by the things that you're putting on your body. Like, put on better clothes than sweat. Stop wearing sweats. Stop okay. wearing baggy t-shirts. Because those clothes make you feel lazy because, okay. like, you literally look lazy. So, when you look in the mirror and you now have on a clean, nice shirt and some nice pants, you feel better. And I know this for a fact because I've done it. I've okay. lived it. To the, There's been times where I didn't even want to get out of bed. Okay. And I knew every day I, the one thing I do every single day is I put on clean clothes. Obviously I have to go to work, right. but I get, I get up and put on clean clothes and I make up my bed. So like, even if my day is terrible and I come right. home and my bed's made up, like that feels so good. Right. Then I'm going to lay in it and take a nap, yeah. but like, it feels good. So just doing little things, little things like that. You feel okay, I gotta tell you this. Now, I am so into what you're saying. So there was someone, so I'm 47. This must have been like maybe 10, 12 years ago. So around 37, 36, somewhere like that. Right. And the guy was a couple years younger than me. And we had this conversation. I was just sharing with him about how he went about life. And part mm -hmm. of it was his apartment was uh, not well maintained. Right. And I was telling him, you know, and it almost referenced back to the cleanliness being yeah. next to godliness where we were talking about success. And he was like, well, if you can tell me how to be successful, then tell me, right? And then so I said, okay, the first thing you got to do is, um, you Clean know, he, <laughs> but he had a pile of laundry in his closet. Right. Not in a basket, just in the closet on the floor that was like waist high. And I'm six yeah. foot, so waist high was, right? It's very tall. So then I told him, I said, uh, I said, you got to clean this up. And then he had a Kool-Aid stain in the carpet. I was like, you got to get that Kool-Aid stain up. And he just got livid. He just yeah. got livid. He was like, I'm a grown ass man. I ain't asked you to right. tell me. I was like, no, I'm serious. So he thought I was being facetious, just messing right. with him, being obnoxious. Yeah. But I was telling him like, no, my brother, if you desire success, I'm telling you the first thing you got to do is bring structure. Yeah. And cleanly. I was like, how could you be successful and how can you be inspired how can you yeah. be motivated how could god inspire you or any higher power exactly even reach because you and where he, yeah. is i can't see yeah. past this kool-aid where hey, come on where you at behind real this life. laundry real life right <laughs> so he got so angry but it was like three months later that he told me hey i get where you're coming from and that's what he started doing is is you know trying to dress up and yeah. and just approach the day better and it doesn't always mean to okay so when you use the term better clothes um I don't want people to interpret that. That means they got to go out and have some Balenciaga. Did oh, no. I say it right? I don't, or, even, or like, I don't yeah. even believe in stuff like that. Like my yeah. clothes, I literally right. shop at Walmart. Right. I'm not even playing. Like I will, I will literally pass out if I spend more than like $20 on a shirt. Like I am the most frugal person ever because you don't need a yeah. Balenciaga shirt. Right. Go right. put that Walmart shirt on right. and step out. And make it look good. And make it, and look, make it look good. Walmart is literally popping now. Like I'll go to Walmart and be like, okay. Like you don't even need money yeah. to be happy yes, or to buy yes, things like yes. like don't even get me started on money because hey, I like you're deep you go girl you no because like money is just like yeah. money is also very annoying because how it controls people yes but so yes. 
So you and don't it affects need, relationships. It affects yeah. every yeah. friendships, yeah. relationships, yes. even just yes. everything. Yes. Even your self relationship, yeah. because like you're so worried about chasing this bag, you're yeah. literally depressed. Yeah. Why are you trying to get so much money when you have so much you need to heal first? Like yeah. I literally hear people say, Oh, like I'ma just I'd rather cry in a Bentley. No, I'd rather not cry at all. Heal your yeah. pain, get rid of yeah. that and stop crying. And hey, like, you know I hear you, I am so exhausted with hearing people say chase the yeah. bag. Like that's I'm ready cool. to like beat now, the bag up. Like shut up. Hey, but it cause it sounds so good, but it's foolishness. Even in the yeah. scriptures it talks about uh, chasing money or, or something of yeah. that nature. I can't remember how it says it were verbatim, but being like, you know, chasing after the wind, so to speak. Yeah. And um, you'll never even catch up to it. You're going to keep. And, and one of the things is that too many people equate the sense of value for self with what they have, with the monetary value of right. their material possessions. Yeah. And another thing, and this actually did come from a study that I, I read about recently is that, even your health has more of a correlation to happiness than the possession yes. of money. So if people only understood, like, so you're spending um, 12, 14 hours a day because you think your happiness is, is related to chasing money, the acquisition of money and material right. things. And what you don't realize is this, that time would be better spent caring for your physical health, which has a direct relationship to your emotional health, exactly. which has a direct relationship to your mental health. Exactly. And studies actually show that people have more of a concern for their physical health or, or physical health in and of itself has just as much, if not more, of a correlation in the acquisition of money. So yeah. it just becomes important. But too many people... So I have to share this with you. This is the irony. I was kind of almost upset that um, I believe his name is... Dang, it's a music artist. And I believe he you know, would be referred in our society as white. People would say white. Who knows what white means, right. though, right? <laughs> but And I believe maybe Jewish. What is his name? His name is... Um, he has that song where he like, the rap gang got it all wrong. We ain't really out here trying to spend. Uh, okay, hold on. I don't know. But, I listen to Kevin Gates. No, okay, hey, hey. <laughs> but what I liked about it was he was acknowledging like, like man, going out to brag that you spent a bunch of money on this. I come from a generation where I used to listen to my mom, and it wasn't bragging, but I used to see her so happy and motivated to share with people. Like, oh my goodness, I got the best deal on this. Yeah, I got the best deal, and we've turned into a generation where people want to brag about how much they spent on yeah. something. Yeah, but it's really about how much can you save so that you can allow yourself some freedom. Yeah, that's that's the, kind of oh, even, little Dicky. Oh his name. yeah, yeah, okay, little Dicky. Okay, I'm I think sorry. I've seen him in like a movie. Okay. That was gonna bother me if I ain't come up. But hey, I was <laughs> like, why, why can't a brother come up with that? Why can't yeah, a why, why? But it, like that goes into our culture too. It really yeah. is like us that are so brainwashed by money, chasing the bag. Like right. you're not gonna, you're not gonna heal your problems by getting more money. There right. are literally celebrities killing themselves because yeah. they're depressed. Yes. They're, you think they're doing drugs because it looks yeah. cool? No, they're depressed. They're trying to, yeah. like, literally, they're just putting. Um, band-aids on bullet wounds though by yeah. doing drugs because it's temporary fixing you need to fix it and you have all the money in the world and you still can't yeah. figure out that that does not do anything for you like if people who have money are still killing themselves then you should know that money is yeah. not chasing going to fix anything not, yeah. and people who are rich are still chasing money it's never ending so like when do you get enough money to you're satisfied i only go to work to pay my bills to make sure i'm okay because we live in a materialistic world it's not because like I, if it was my choice i would go and be like on hikes and like just yeah. spending time in the sun spending time with my family my friends because that's the stuff that makes me happy yeah. i don't care about money at all yeah. like if i didn't need it to like eat and stuff yeah. i wouldn't have a job because it that doesn't make you happy right. like right. It, money does not money does not make me happy like people always say like you know oh I've heard it when I was growing up, money doesn't buy your happiness. And that is like the truest thing I've ever heard because it really doesn't. I've had a lot of money and I've had like no money struggling. And I was more happy struggling yeah. than I was when I had a lot of money. Hold on. I just feel like I keep stating this inaccurately. You say you're only 23. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> hey, you know some things though. You know some things bit, about life. Yeah, I'm telling sure. you, it's the trauma. It's the... It's the inconvenience of life that just makes me more right, insightful. More smart. <laughs> it's, it's brought you some things. It's yeah, I'm thankful. Things. I'm thankful for every yeah, bad, yeah. every yeah. just inconvenience. I'm thankful right. for it all. Hey, in that sense, though, you've really turned into a blessing because 
um, other people might take that and use it as their excuse for being resentful. Yeah. As their excuse for being angry. Right. As their excuse for being miserable. As their excuse for hurting other people because I've been hurt. Like, people go around like, oh, I want to tell you what I've been through so you know why I'm the way I am. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care what you've been through because we've all been through. We've all been through. Even the happiest so to say person the richest person we've all been through things life is not easy for anybody even the people who are born like again people will say that being wealthy and stuff is like you're happy you're not people who who have rich parents they don't even see their parents they're neglected they're sad they turn into like you know the drug users these are the people who are the most sad so like very deep yeah very deep and insightful all right so as we near the conclusion i just like (laughs) to add, present these questions to you. So when people tune in to the YouTube, they're, first of all, they're going to be blessed with <laughs> your beautiful image and seeing you and your energy and your energy. Your energy Thank is you. wonderful. All right, and so and give us some of the information you're going to give them. Uh, just any way to live life through positivity. Okay. Like literally and living life through love. Like I'm a I'm just I just love I'm loving everything. Everything that I do, I'm doing it out of love. So I want to encourage that into people so they can stop chasing things that don't matter so that they can literally be happy. Like, if we're all happy, like, this world would be so much better. So I just want... It'd be a different I want to do that. Yeah, I I live in, like, a fantasy world where, like, sunsets and rainbows, but that's what I want because we can have it. It's it's us. Yeah. It starts with you, literally. What you're saying is so amazing because there's a part of us that, and you always, for the rest of your life, you have to stay that way. Because sometimes (laughs) the older we get, the more distant we um, get from that fantasy. Right. And that fantasy does not have to be something that just exists in our mind, our imagination. That can be a reality. Right. Um, But sometimes as you get older, you become more, um, what word am I looking for? Jaded, so to speak. Right. And don't want to subscribe to some of those beliefs you had in your youth. But I appreciate what you're saying because that's how I feel about what I'm doing. Like, right. At some point, I'm going to lead this earth in terms of whatever part of our existence right. this is and in, in our greater journey. I'm hoping there's the next part of the journey, Hopefully, right? Cause... I'm hoping that I'm keeping it positive, <laughs> yeah. right? So rather than look at death as an ending, look at it maybe as a transition to another or a stage. beginning for something. Or as a beginning, right? Yeah. So that being said, but what I do want is when this stage of my existence is over, I want to feel like despite any skepticism or doubts, Joe, about how this world was or what you did your part, you tried right. to contribute. Right. But And then when I do lay on my deathbed, I'll be able to have that experience in peace versus thinking like, no, there were so many other things I was supposed yeah. to get done and I never got done. <laughs> And so that's kind of what I'm committed to. That right. Try, and, and it's not a perfect existence every day in terms of my implementing that attitude. Because right. there's days where if you catch me, you'd be like, hey, that's not the, that's not right. the nice guy he said right. he was, was right? <laughs> but I'm a work in progress, everyone. Yeah. But um, so I really do admire greatly, um, you know, what you're sharing. So in this last part, what we usually ask all our guests is this. If there was something you wanted to share, let's say it's just this is the only time you're going to get to share. It was just one opportunity you wanted to send this message to people because you wanted them to understand this about life. Right. Um, you know, and a lot of times we equated or, or related, excuse me, to youth sports. But, at, you know, at this moment, I don't find a need to do that. Just whatever <laughs> it is that you desire to relate it to, what would you share with people? Like, hey, this is something you need to understand about life. It gets better. It literally gets better. That's deep. <laughs> it gets better. It does. Okay. It okay. gets better. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was just so well stated and so simple though. I want to be you like you like your own version of Confucius. You got me. But I want to. Confucius. Hey, I like that. Confucius says that should be one of your segments. Or hold on, maybe that's one of our segments, and she got to come on and be Confucius. We're gonna talk about that afterwards. Hey, I want to thank you for being here. Everybody, I thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Um, Again, it's Joseph Robson, a.k.a. Professor Joe. And we just had the privilege of listening to Velocity Silver. And we wish you all well. Make sure to check her out. Listen to her. Look her up on YouTube, Velocity Silver. And uh, if you don't, she'll come find you at some point anyway. Thanks again, Velocity. You're welcome.